Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and I'm very tired. And I'm joined by Tyler, who I hope is not as tired as me. Definitely not as tired as you. Tired, but not as tired. Yeah, depending on how long this podcast goes, we might hit the 24-hour mark of when I last was asleep. So, yay. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and just do to, you have do you have tomorrow off or something? Yeah, I have. Or? I have the next. Well, I guess if you include today, I have five days off. But today really doesn't feel like a day off. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back to work. Uh, Friday night. Uh, we are recording Sunday afternoon here. Um, and we've got a show for you today. Uh, that doesn't include much. Much news to really dive deep into. We've got some quick hitters here. We've got some stuff. But before we get into that or the video games we've been playing, Tyler, how have you been? I am okay. Yeah. Not, not, you know, life's life's going, going, and going. You going, know? going, going. <laughs> <laughs> um, still dealing with this, like, respiratory nonsense. Mm. Not as bad. It's just lingering to the point of annoyance. Yeah. But other than that, I'm all right. Yeah. How are you? I, You know, I'm doing okay, all things considered. The fall weather is finally here. I am I am thriving. This is my season. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. I am glad it's, it's cooler, for sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, I genuinely like it when it's in the upper 40s low 50s i genuinely enjoy mm-hmm. that weather yeah um, me I, know, too. I know some people particularly from the south or you know california people people from those areas of the world think it's cold and i'm like y'all it might be cold to you <laughs> yeah. but this is heaven for me i know <laughs> i love when you're listening to someone who lives in california talk about it being cold and it's like 60 to them and it's like, um, <laughs> I mean, all right, you have no idea what cold is, dog. <laughs> to be fair to them, uh, at least like when I've been in California and it's gotten down into the 60s, they also have some pretty gusty winds that come with that. They so, do. That is true. Yeah. So like I get it from that that point. But like, man, I love it. I love wearing a jacket. I love being able to bring out all the different jackets and sweaters and hoodies. It's it this is when when my wardrobe comes into into play yeah um, i like it for sure I'm and, with you yeah and like it's the time when you know a lot of sports are happening too like we got mm-hmm. the nfl who, that's been going on for a while we've got the mlb playoffs a lot of a lot of drama in the mlb playoffs uh basketball starting here soon uh, hockey's, yep. I think hockey, is hockey started or is it just still in its preseason? I think it started, yes. I think it's just started, like last week or this week, I can't remember. Yeah, we've got that, uh, yeah. soccer has been going on in Europe for a while now. Um, I think the MLS playoffs are actually happening too. So yeah, it's just, it's just prime time for sports, baby, even though like the F1 championship is wrapped up. Um, yep. we like, I mean... It's there. There's plenty to watch out there. Yeah, um, and and even in in the F1 world, I mean, there's still plenty to be decided. Um, like second through sixth in the championships, pretty pretty tight from a driver's perspective, and a couple good constructors battles. So I don't know. I'm just looking for entertaining races these last four. Yeah, yeah, and I guess just a sh- quick short follow-up to you know the major stories we were talking about in the last show like um, towards the end if you stick stuck around for that red bull turns out they didn't overspend by nearly as much as like some people were speculating they did still have like five million overspend which isn't nothing we i yeah. have they come up with a punish punishment for that yet or no not yet so it's up to five percent which is 7.25 million over the cap but there's reports that they are only one to two million dollars over the cap, yeah. um, and it's said that that has come down to catering, which I think's just a cover up, in I, my I opinion. Yeah, like, like, 
when you're talking about total spend, you can't just say, "Oh, this was all catering," <coughs> because like it's your total spend. Like your catering should have been in the budget. Like it doesn't matter where that million or two went. It's like yeah. you spent that million or two here where you could have spent it there. It, it doesn't. It's... I don't care what you spend it on. You spent it. Right. Exactly. And in it's probably an interpretation thing on their end of they probably took that one or two million dollars, whatever they overspent, and put it towards, you know, car development or whatever, not thinking that in their eyes I can see them going, Oh, the catering shouldn't be in the budget. Like that doesn't count towards a cap, but it does. You know, all sorts of different things like that do. Um which that's a whole other debate on some of those things of like what should be in a cap, what should not be in a cap. Um, but regardless, they overspent somewhat, and yeah, it's definitely. I don't. It's still a big deal, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as the uh, everyone was speculating. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it's important that uh, the FIA don't look like clowns and you know figure out a proper punishment for this. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but they need to. They need to like set a standard here for hey, a minor infraction will get will net you this, and it should be something that at that at the very least discourages teams from doing that minor overspend. Otherwise, it'll just creep up and people will just eat the overspend penalty. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because uh, yeah, otherwise, especially the big teams will will go okay. It's the cap plus five percent. That's our budget for the year. You know, they're not gonna care um so yeah but i also feel like at the same time the fia kind of looks like a bunch of clowns not announcing the punishment yeah. right away well i mean it's like okay i'll give them like like this is the first time that they've they've had to come up with something like true okay. yes but on the other hand they've had plenty of time to think about it yes so i feel like the best way to punish red bull is to somehow hurt them for next year's car Anyway, because doing I, anything based off of last year is dumb. I can see them deducting points or something to this year's championship. Um, but, you know, limiting their testing or something for next year's car, maybe. I don't know. That's probably a, I mean, a decent way, I think, that could help the problem, or punish them. A lot of the Go problem ahead. lies in, hey, they're already developing next year's car. So, like, I, I don't know how much you can actually punish them for next year. Like, yeah. how effective is that going to be? Right. Yeah. And that's where it just gets kind of wishy-washy, too, because, um, you know, this is for last season. We're already almost through this season. So, like, where should the the punishments lie? You know what I mean? Is it based off of last season? Is it this season? Is it the next season? Yeah. Who knows? (sighs) But that's enough about that. I said a quick... Uh, follow-up, we're already almost 10 minutes into the show. Uh, let's talk about video games here. Um, and the games we've been playing, Tyler, I don't have too terribly much to talk about um, that's new. Like, it's a lot of a lot of old stuff that I've already talked about here. So do, do you have anything to bring to the table here? Yeah, a little bit. Um, continuing with F122... Uh, Resistance 2 and Metal Hellsinger. Nothing new to really say about any of those games. Just enjoying them. Um, I will say that Metal Hellsinger, about halfway through it, that game is fucking hard. Um, Really tough. But it's a good time. Um, I'd say the two I put... Three games I put a decent amount of time into. Over. uh, Since we last podcast. So one, Keenan and the Bridge of Spirits. Almost done with this game. Just absolutely loving it. Got new abilities. Um, more of the the map has unlocked. Um, all sorts of cool stuff to get into and exploring uh, these areas. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, cool boss fights. Um, really thoroughly enjoying that game. Um, then the other thing though is uh, Overwatch Two. Mm, Man. Okay. All right. I've put. Few more hours in Overwatch 2. I am so torn on this game. Um, 
I think calling it a sequel is just a bad idea. But they are helped by it being free to play. Um, because if they were charging $70 for this, yikes. Um, it's just not a lot here, uh, to be honest with you, to call it a sequel. Um, I think the new character is cool. She's a healer class. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, she, yeah, she's fun. Takes some getting used to, but I enjoyed her. Um, enjoyed playing as her. I really like the new maps. I think there's a handful of new maps that are really cool. Um, that's about it. I don't like the battle pass system. And to me, I don't like it because it is so grindy. It is so grindy. You need 10,000 XP to progress per level. Um, if you play a match and don't complete any challenges or anything like that, you're probably looking at anywhere from 700 to 1,000 XP. So that's 10 matches just to go one level. That's not completing challenges. There's a lot of challenges to do. Don't get me wrong. Daily, weekly, seasonal, yeah. uh, character, competitive. There's all sorts of stuff you can do to hell with that. But that's grindy as fuck to me. Just to unlock a sticker, an emote, a skin. I mean, some of the skins are cool, but at the same time, like, there's plenty of really cool stuff that if you've sunk a lot of time in Overwatch, you probably already have. So, yeah, I just don't think... I like some of the new things, and I, I like playing the game. When I'm playing it, I, I'm, I'm having a good time, like... I had a match the other night. It was on... I forget which map it was, but it was a Overwatch 1 map. It was a payload. The other team pushed until one and a half meters until they won the match, and we stopped them. Mm. That stuff is thrilling, and there's almost nothing like it in a multiplayer game to me. Uh, and, and I got that feeling... <coughs> excuse me, of just that old feeling of playing that game of like yes this is what i play overwatch for it is fucking awesome um there's some matches that are stinkers but you know uh the the game plays well um i think it's there's some balanced things they could work on but not not the end of the world um and that's why i'm just torn on i just think what's here what's new is uh not the greatest um well there's just not a lot, I should say. The maps, like I said, are fun. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know, man. And then what, what kind of sucks is, too, in terms of... Eh, sucks might not be the right word, but... I'm just playing unranked. And you can do uh, a roll queue, or just choose whatever character you want. And it's 5v5 now, not 6v6. Um, which I think is, is okay, as well. Um, I haven't had you know I don't, I don't really have any complaints about that myself um but what i have found is if you join the roll queue it'll take longer to get a match but those matches are better however if you don't care about playing a certain class you can queue up for all roles but you will always be a healer always be a healer um it has happened to me twice where i've actually been a damage or a tank class um and and that just kind of stinks as well and it that's just a matchmaking thing overall it 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 just sucks that you know it's like oh i don't mind playing any of the classes i just don't want to be a support character for five six seven matches in a row um you know as, as fun as some of those characters can be it's like come on guys let's you can play something else it's okay but yeah I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just torn with it. I, I think it's it's fun. It's fun to go back to Overwatch, but I think as a sequel, calling it a sequel with a two on the box, I think it's kind of a disappointment. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we've had this discussion before. Yeah, it's really just Overwatch Two is not a sequel to Overwatch. Overwatch Two is just like further development of what they of the idea of Overwatch it's it, it, it is. isn't like it isn't anything revolutionary they 
they changed the uh, the player account. They've added some maps, um, and presumably they're going to add some uh, PVE content down the road. But like this, the decision to call this Overwatch Two comes from someone who doesn't understand what Overwatch is. Yeah, it comes from someone who doesn't understand the product and wanted a two on retail shelves. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's just a dumb decision to someone, call this Overwatch 2. Someone who thought they could repackage pretty much the same game and sell it again for $70, uh, and then eventually got enough pushback to make this free-to-play because it became very clear that they were not going to be able to sell this. Correct. Absolutely. So, yeah. I don't know. And when I'm playing it, too, you know, I have those matches where I'm like, this is awesome. And then I also, at the same time, was just like, I feel like I'm kind of wasting my time in a way. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I just don't, I don't know. I'm so torn in this game. I think I'll still keep playing it for a little bit at least, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tyler. I am dying to hear what this third game is. I'm dying to know Kamar- what you've been playing. Kamarocho. Hell yeah! There's a, there's a lot going on there. There's some shady shit going on with this empty lot. Mm. Before, you know, uh, it's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I was up very late playing Yakuza Zero last night. I put like, I don't know. Four hours into it last night. Oh, oh, real quick before you continue, Yakuza Zero is what I've been playing on my Steam Deck. Oh, at, at, at work. So they there was a sale, and I bought pretty much Yakuza Zero through six for fifty dollars. Um, wow, that's a great deal. And that is a great deal. Yeah. Uh, so so I've been playing Yakuza Zero at at, at work. But continue. Yeah. So I. I'm at the beginning of chapter three. So I have been introduced and am playing as Majima. Tyler, I've already overtaken you in this new yeah, playthrough I, I of my Steam Deck. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> um, I mean, you've also beaten the game, so you know what to do. Um, there's a point, you know, in the second chapter where you have to find some <clears throat> some information on, you know, this real estate dude that you're talking to. Um and you're just kind of left to wander the city. You got, you got stuck um, finding all the alcohol for the homeless people, didn't you? No, not not the alcohol or anything like that. I got kind of stuck just finding the people to talk to in the first place. Mm, okay. um, because it doesn't tell you immediately where they're at. Um, you know, eventually it gives you more guidance. But that's that's it. But and that, but that's also the fun of, of a Yakuza game is just wandering the city and getting into all these sub-stories that just kind of randomly happen. Um, you know, I got into the one where, um, these guys are like filming something. Yes. Um, and Kiryu fills in and you have to choose the right stuff. That was, that was so dumb. All right. Let's Um, be real. How how did you do on that? I got two out of three, right? Okay. I think there's three choices. I got the first one wrong. (laughs) I chose the eraser like a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that, that that was funny though. Um, it, it is funny when you choose the wrong thing and you see the outcome of it. Um, yeah, that, and then yeah, the end the end of that sub story was funny. How you just like beat the shit out of those guys It's great. I mean that that's one of the things I really love about Yakuza is that even when you pick the wrong answer, like they kind of expect people to pick the wrong answer and write something funny for it. Yeah, right, definitely, and, and uh, so. I also did the sub story of the that like punk band that you run into um, the, the what the Yanks or they call them Yankees the, or whatever the, and, the yeah. uh, Yokomichi Silvers. Yes, yes, and that was funny too because uh, you get to choose choose some things for them to say and yeah, I really I, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed my time with it and I absolutely want to keep playing. Um, and will keep playing. Um, I will say though, starting the game, you know, three weeks ago, 
uh, I think at this point. And then coming back to it, not having, you know, I'm not super far. I'm not super familiar with this style of Yakuza and how it plays. I was so lost when it came to my first combat section. I was like, oh my God, I don't remember how to change styles. I don't remember how to activate my heat at all. Do any of this stuff. How to like, you know, grab enemies. So it was a little bit of a learning curve there, but I got, I got it down. And and I think the the combat at first, I'm like, man, I'm not sure if I really dig this that much. But as you unlock more abilities and get more styles, I found myself really, really liking it. Um, it's such a power move when you just beat the shit out of a bunch of dudes and you barely get hit. And you're like just grabbing shit in the environment and just smacking them over the head with all this stuff, like oh, throwing you, a motorcycle in you, their fucking face. You it's like awesome. beast mode, don't you? Beast mode's cool, yeah. Uh, so far, I've just been playing the the brawler because um, that's what I have the most upgrades with so far. But but I did unlock beast mode, and yeah, that 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 is pretty fun. Um, I think they're all all pretty fun overall. So I love not no spoilers, story spoilers or anything. But at the end of the first chapter, you're going to the headquarters of of a powerful family and. The one guy that just keeps showing up over and over and over again. And you fight him in like four or five different times. And you Kiryu ends up kicking him out of the building yeah. through a window. And he holds on to the window too. I was like, oh my god, this is oh, so dude, badass. Get, get ready it's for so even cool. more badass shit, man. <laughs> this fucking yeah. game is full of sh- moments like that. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. And, and part of me... While the sub stories are cool and, and they're goofy and all sorts of stuff, um, I'm actually thoroughly enjoying this story so much that I'm just like, get me from point A to B. And whenever these sub stories show up, like it, part of me is excited, but then part of me is like, damn, I was on my way to the next story beat because it's just so, it's so good, um, you know, real estate. All sorts of stuff going on with that. Never thought that would be a super exciting thing for a video game, but I'm all in, man. The story is just so engaging, like right off the bat. Um, really great characters. Um, it's I am ready to play more, especially now that you know now I'm playing Majima. Oh, I wanna I wanna learn about this guy? How do you, see what's so up? So you started Chapter Three, right? Yes. Did you get yes. through like that first intro sequence? Yep. Oh my god! Yep. How do you feel about so that? So good. <laughs> it was so good. I I loved every moment of that. I I wanted so badly for him to just beat the shit out of that guy that was abusing that woman. Um, but the way it all kind of came around, and everything, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Fantastic writing. Yeah. Cannot wait to play more. Yeah. Fucking Yakuza. Yakuza Zero is. It's just amazing, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, if at the end of that, if you're just going to be hungry for more Yakuza after the after this, because like there, yeah. there's plenty out there for you. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm Plus? I'm ready. Yeah, it is. It's on PlayStation Plus. It's on Game Pass, or even like you just did. I mean, you bought the whole series pretty much for fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just awesome. So. How's it? Uh, how's it play on a, on a Steam Deck? Uh, it plays very well on Steam Deck. Um, it's yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much as I remember playing it on console. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 just as smooth. It it works just as well on the Steam Deck. It's yeah, it's everything I wanted. Like it, it's just a handheld. Like Yakuza's never coming to the Nintendo Switch, so the Steam Deck is the only place you're gonna play it mobile, unless you're like yeah doing some of that Xbox cloud streaming. Um, but it, it runs really well. Yeah, that's awesome. I I feel like they're leaving so much money on the table not putting them on Switch, but... I think that's, that's, I think that's a Nintendo thing. I think Nintendo it is, is the one it is. that doesn't want that. Right. Yeah. But it's... it's. I feel like, the, yeah, these games would be awesome on, on the Switch. So, no, that's awesome. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, Yakuza Zero is really the only thing I've been playing. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been bogged down, do working overtime. I can't get to my PC or my console, so Yakuza Zero is is what I've been playing. 
Nice. Uh, so yeah, with that, let's get into the news. There's not too much to be t- to uh, talk about. I just wanted to really quickly. I know this is not a PlayStation story necessarily, but this is an this is a problem with the industry, the video game industry. Um, so you may have heard that uh, Helena Taylor is no longer voicing Bayonetta, which is coming out soon. And uh, instead, it's going to be Jennifer Hale voicing the character. Platinum has previously come out as saying that it was a scheduling issue, but uh, Helena Taylor, she has come out um, to, you know, breaking NDA, I, I suppose, here. And, you know, telling the truth, well, telling her side of the story. Um, I'm not going to say the truth because I, I don't I don't know exactly what the truth is, but her side of the story contradicts a lot of what Platinum has come out and said. Um, she has said that she turned down uh, the role after uh, Platinum has decided to pay her uh, only $4,000 for the entirety of the game uh, that she would be voicing the main character in. Um, it... That sounds to me a very uh a very low ball offer <laughs> if you ask me four thousand dollars for probably like one of the one of the uh more beloved triple a Nintendo characters that are out there um you know it's i mean bayonetta is like i mean bayonetta is fucking awesome i i i love bayonetta and that that character is fucking awesome and uh I think I think um I think she deserves more than four thousand dollars to voice voice her for the entire game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially uh, a game that's gonna sell pretty well. I mean, like she says here, the whole franchise has made four hundred and fifty million dollars, so I think they could probably afford it. <laughs> yeah. Especially Nintendo too. Nintendo's the one funding this fucking game. Yeah. You know, that, that that's another just surprising thing to me is um just because nintendo's putting up all the bones for it it's doesn't make any sense um and especially being the third game maybe it's the last one who knows and she's been the voice of this character since the beginning she has a very i think bayonetta has a very iconic voice um unique voice um for for who she is and why I just, I felt like the whole development of this game was just kind of fishy from the start. Um, And the more that just keeps coming out, um, the more, um, yeah, the more you see, like, oh, yeah, some shit probably did not go as it should have. And, yeah, this, I I don't blame her. I don't blame her for coming out and talking about this stuff. Yeah, Um, it, and Important. to be perfectly honest, I think it's very brave to come out and talk about this stuff because this is how a lot of uh, voice actors get blacklisted for, you know, breaking NDA and talking shit about a potential employer. Um, yeah, it's it's actually it's it's very brave of her to come out and you know talk about this. So I I honestly don't don't believe that she has any reason to lie about this. Like this, like I I believe what she's saying is is the truth um but yeah it's, yeah and the, the good and and, and the way that uh platinum and you know the head of platinum hideki kamiya is is treating this is kind of just it's it's quite frankly disgusting uh kamiya has been blocking anyone who has criticized uh platinum in in any way in regards to, to this decision um, and has been in complete denial of of all this, uh, even though, hey, this actor is, like, fucking putting her neck out, out there uh, and fucking just trying trying to explain what the hell is going on here because, you know, I, I, I believe that I speak for a lot of fans of the Bayonetta series that <laughs> the voice of Bayonetta is kind of very important to that character. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like Bayonetta would not have the appeal that she has uh, if it wasn't for the voice. It's just so fitting. Um, I, I, I'm not. I'm not 
I totally believe everything she's saying. The one thing that I do wonder is, you know, sometimes voice actors, actors, anybody have, you know, some sort of representation, an agent, whatever. Um, and I don't think she talks about that, but I, I do wonder, like, is she doing this all herself or, you know, basically is there, does she not have someone to fight for her to get her better pay? So to do the job, I don't know. Pretty much, from what I understand, is that she was offered the minimum union rate uh, because ah. this is through the SAG-AFTRA union, um, mm, and there, okay. and Platinum literally offered the minimum rate, uh, and that 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 to me like just screams uh, Platinum is absolutely just trying to screw her over here um, because the minimum rate should should only be reserved for, hey, this is uh, the starting rate for someone who has never done, like, done this before. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, okay. That's like, In that sense, then, yeah, fuck that. That's like offering minimum wage to someone who has done the job for 20 years. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Right. It's absolutely fucked what they offered her. I wonder what Jennifer Hale is getting paid, because she is a well-known... She has, she has voiced a lot of characters. Uh, probably most notably, uh, Commander Shep, the Fem Shep. Um, yep. But like, if she, if Jennifer Hale is doing this work for four thousand, I, I just can't believe that. Like, I, I honestly. No, I can't. I can't believe that either. And like, I, I, I just feel like they absolutely screwed uh, Taylor here. Yeah, man. I agree. It's fucked up. Um, she is calling on uh, people to boycott Bayonetta 3. Um, that, that's a personal choice for all of y'all out there. Um, I I still haven't decided myself. Uh, it's It's been a long time. And, you know, Platinum doesn't... <laughs> Platinum doesn't have a particularly good track record recently. Like, look at Babylon's yeah. Fall. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting for reviews on this one. And 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 it, it kind of stinks in a way because I really love the first two, especially the second one. The second one's just one of the best action adventure games you could really ever play. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so yeah, <sighs> that's that is, a, that is uh, <laughs> that's probably the story we're going to talk the most about here, and it's not even coming to PlayStation. So uh, let's. <laughs> Let's move on. You talked about playing Overwatch 2. It seems like a lot of people have played Overwatch 2. Yeah, uh, 25 million players, which is more than double what Overwatch had. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's free to play. Um, you know, it's one of the first big game releases, I feel like, in a while, especially in the holiday season. So, you know, makes sense. There's a lot more people there, and then it's easier to get into, and then Obviously, this game has had a ton of uh, problems, too, at launch of queues and DDoS attacks. And then at one point, they accidentally, like, completely uh, screwed characters up. Like, they had to take, like, Torbjorn and another one, Bastion, I think, completely offline uh, to work through stuff. Like, it's been it's been a sloppy launch. Um, not all Blizzard 12, but... Big success there. I think the big thing is how many people are going to stick around. Because if you if you come back to it and you go, oh, you know, it's more Overwatch, you know, I don't know. Or this Battle Pass isn't really worth the money or anything like that, then, you know, I think that, that player race is going to probably dwindle. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I might add to that to that number gonna play some overwatch too uh in the in the, yeah, in the next coming days well i'm gonna get it i would yeah i mean i i can see like playing with friends still just being an absolute hoot like it used to be um yeah i mean i'm i'm always down yeah i, w- I would check it out especially with it free to play um i think it's you know that buried entry it's very low Um, if you haven't paid attention to the news, uh, 
Warner Brothers has been doing a lot of a lot of things. I it, it I didn't put it in the news deck here, uh, but you know the the shit that's going on with the animators at Cartoon Network and all that stuff. Like Warner Brothers is uh, having a bad time, and uh, oh yeah, this next news story is probably not not going to do good for them. Um, their upcoming game, Gotham Knights, uh, which is coming in 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 the next week, I think. Yeah, October twenty first. Uh, on your brand new consoles, this game is only going to run at thirty FPS. Um, there's not going to be any sort of performance mode. There isn't going to be any sort of improvement on this, at least not not at launch. I'm not sure if they plan on you know working through this and trying to make this better. Um, but yeah, it's. It's going to be a 30 FPS game. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I feel like, I feel like the new console should be able to, you know, do more with this. Uh, maybe they just made a poor performing game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think we've seen enough games consistently run at 60. Um, some of them even, you know, 4K 60 ray tracing modes, still at 60. Um, they're saying that they put it at 30 um, because it's co-op, and they want to have an untethered co-op experience, which that is cool for sure, that you can go anywhere in the world playing uh, with your friends. Um, cool. But, um, yeah, I, it's just kind of shocking. You know, I could see a, um, a Series S version running at 30, but Series X... PS5, PC. I don't, I don't get that at all. And and I'm saying that obviously I'm not a developer. I'm sure they absolutely have their reasons. I just think it's a complete bummer that 60 frames is not a standard with these consoles because it totally can be. I think at this point, um, hopefully they patch it at some point down the road. I think that's all we can kind of hope for is that. The PS5, Series X, PC, they get a patch. Yeah. It's just weird, too, because I just think, you know, these haven't really been uh, stories for a long time, I feel like. <laughs> we haven't gotten a story like this, so it's it's kind of bummer. Um, and I'm not a super frame rate snob. I mean, you go play a lot of old games, they're running at 30 because that's what the hardware was, what they could get out of it. So if it's a consistent 30, I'm okay with it, uh, but I'm not saying I'm happy with it either. Like, 60 is so much better, and these consoles have kind of, feel like, completely broken that to where people just expect 60 yeah. almost all the time now. And I, I think it's fair to expect it. Like honestly, yeah, with oh, hundred percent, hundred powerful as these consoles are, it's it's absolutely fair to expect. Hey, these games and and these consoles have been out long enough that they should like like sixty should be standard to be to be honest. Yeah, yeah, they should. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll see. I I imagine reviews coming out pretty soon for this one because it's supposed to be out. Next Friday. Mm. Yeah, this coming Friday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, a little bit further out, Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's coming to PC. Um, it's on November 18th. They've released some specs on this. Um, I'm just looking through here, looking at, uh, looking at what I got here. Um, we're getting... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be able to do some amazing ray tracing based on uh based on these specs here. Uh but yeah. I mean kinda makes sense. The the other Spider Man game is already on PC and this game at least from my understanding, I haven't played Miles Morales yet, but it seems like it's built on the bones of the first Spider Man game they put out. Oh it yeah, it absolutely is. Um yeah, it's just a smaller game, it's tighter, it's it's I actually prefer Miles Morales to the original. So, yeah, it's a, it's an awesome game, so highly recommend picking this up. 
if you haven't played it. Um, so this game will do lots of lots of sales on PC. And uh, yeah, I mean, Sony's got a bunch of PC games coming out now because we got, you know, we just got Spider-Man. We got um, Uncharted 4, Sackboy, and Miles Morales all coming out within like a month of each other. And then, you know, there's The Last of Us Part 1. Returnal, like, why have they not just announced a Returnal that has leaked so many times? Just announced the fucking thing. Um, so I'm sure all those games will make it out before the end of the year, too. So, Sony's really uh, committing at this point. Getting a lot of games out on PC. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What, what do we have next here? Uh, we've got a rebrand. This seems stupid. Tyler. <laughs> Onoma? Onoma? Yeah. Uh, the new name for Square Enix Montreal, which Embracer Group has acquired, it's no longer part of Square Enix. Uh, it's called Onoma. Um, they're going to continue to make the games they've been making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I imagine they're only rebranding this because, you know, they're not owned by Square Enix anymore, so let's get Square Enix out of the name of the studio, but... Yeah, going to keep trucking along. Apparently, Anoma is Greek. It means endless possibilities. Oh, boy. We'll see what comes out of the studio. Because mostly they've been doing a lot of smaller stuff. Um, I think the only thing I've really played from them is Lara Croft Go, which was fun. So, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Just slow news week. Oh, okay. Okay, we got... We got the October, we got some additions to the October catalog for PlayStation Plus, um, for premium and extra members. So some games have been added. We've got Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the definitive edition. We've got Dragon Quest Eleven. We've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Dragon Quest Builders, Dragon Quest Builders Two, Dragon Quest Heroes, and Dragon Quest Heroes Two. Inside and the medium, Naruto Boruto, Shinobi Striker, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, and Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. And final, well, not final. Damn, there's a lot of games here. A lot of fucking games. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Hohokam. And then some premium classics. Yakuza 3 Remastered 4 and 5 also uh, on there. Limbo PS4. Ultra Street Fighter 4, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Everyday Shooter. A lot of fucking video games if you're, especially on that uh, premium, PlayStation Plus premium. Um, yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah. a lot of video games you're getting with your subscription. Yeah. Even the, the extra seems pretty pretty decent. A lot of, a lot of uh, very big games here. I mean, lots of Dragon, just Dragon Quest and Assassin's Creed games. You'll be playing for hundreds of hours. <laughs> and then those Yakuza games, Tyler. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the only bummer. Oh yeah, I know. And, and I, those are awesome to put in there. Um, I think the only weird thing is they really haven't put any PS One or PS Two games on this service, no, like at no. all since yeah. launch and. That's not looking very good, I think, for them. Or, or, so they got to figure that out for or, sure. Yeah. Are they still working on it, or are they just trying to trying to hope we forget? Yeah, I. It makes me wonder if like they this is something that they want to do, they will do, but they just weren't ready yet to really roll it out. But you know, they need this service. They need a subscription service to compete with Game Pass, and here you go. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that that seems to be the only like really major bummer about any of these services. I think that PlayStation Plus Extra, like if I didn't have Game Pass, I wouldn't maybe consider the PlayStation Plus Extra because um, there's there's a lot of quality stuff in that uh, as well. So yeah, uh, Game Pass just still is. Where I want to be, though, because new games launch into that thing. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 
While we're talking about new games, uh, a lot of new games have appeared on this list that we're about to share with you. The top downloads from the PlayStation Store in September. Uh, we've got the top 20 here. We're just going to read the PlayStation 5 list here. Uh, at number 20, Assassin's Creed Valhalla 19, Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed. 18, Elden Ring. 17, Steel Rising. 16, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Collection. 15, Spider Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. 14, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. 13, Valkyrie Elysium. 12, Gran Turismo 7. 11, Cult of the Lamb. Number 10, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. 9, Rainbow Six Siege. 8, Saints Row, uh, the new one. Um, 7, Disney, Dreamlight Valley. 6, GTA 5. 5, Cyberpunk 2077. 4, Madden NFL 23. 3, The Last of Us Part 1. 2, FIFA 23. And number 1, NBA 2K23. Yeah, typical 1-2 punch there for this month. Yeah. Right. The sports games. <laughs> yeah. Seems like The Last of Us Part 1 sold pretty well, yeah. though, unfortunately. Yeah, a lot of suckers <laughs> out there fucking bought a game for $70 that had already been released three times over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then, yeah, I mean, Cyberpunk's having a resurgence, so it's not surprising to see that up there. Yeah. 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 Over on the, the EU list, though, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but we got, we got both F1 titles on there. Mm-hmm. And construction simulator. They got all sorts of different stuff on there. Yeah. Tyler, this Star Wars reminded me. Uh, have you been watching Andor? I need to yes. catch up, but I, I've watched the first three episodes, but I need to catch up. Um, I think Andor's good. Yes. Oh, and yeah, it, it gets even better. Sick. The most recent episode, um, I think they're up to six now. Is probably one of the best Star Wars things I think I've ever seen. Fuck yeah! I like it's so good. Yeah, I have a few days off coming up, so I'm definitely going to sit down and watch watch all of those. That yeah, it's it seems like they've they've made a Star Wars thing for for the grown ups. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and what I like about it is it just feels like it looks good too. Yeah, I, I think they they shot a lot of it on location, and everything, and um, it's. That that goes a long way. Um, there are some absolutely amazing visuals and in, in shots in the next three episodes. Um, I think this story is going in three episode chunks. So, like, one through three is one part of the story, then three through six is another part. That's what it seems like they're doing. Um, I think it also helps that they, right from the get-go, knew that this was a two-season, 24-episode show. Not, they're not having to cram a lot of shit into, say, six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they just knew that we have this amount of time and they can really work in a lot of different stuff, different character development. It's it's so good. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's been, it's, you know, I, as the number one Star Wars fan who has watched all of Andor's, all the released Andor episodes yet. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, I, th- I think Andor might be might be the best of their like I hesitate to call it television, but like this this episodic not movies. They're yes, the best of their not movies live action stuff they've done. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Um, yeah, this is this is even better than Mandalorian for me personally. Yeah, so far I'm I think I'm enjoying it just about as much. And and I it, I have no doubt that by the end of it probably more than Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Just loving it. Loving it. There's plenty of stuff that I'm behind on that I need to watch. Uh there's there's anime I need to watch. There's uh obviously Andor that I need to watch. There's there's some there's just so much out there. I still haven't even caught up on Lord of the Rings yet. Jesus. Mm, yeah, I just finished watching that. It was okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I um, think it could be so much more. Beautiful show, though. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Probably the best looking show I've ever seen in my life. But Yeah, I just story wise is it's interesting. I personally just need something to watch to satiate that hunger so I don't go and play Lord of the Rings online. Another MMO. <laughs> I don't need that in my yeah. life. Uh, right. Um, and I don't, I do and I don't like... need to play that Gollum video game. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. No one does. Um, I do like, you know, just having like a weekly Lord of the Rings thing to look forward to. Um, that is cool because I like just like Lord of the Rings and that that world. Um, and I'm not a lore snob or anything like that, but they did make, they have made some very interesting decisions, I think, yeah. in this show. But I'm curious to just see where it goes. I think this is another show where they know that they're probably getting five fucking seasons or whatever, so it's might be a little slow feeling. Um, but it ends in an interesting place. <clears throat> it's just when you compare the writing of Lord of the Rings and House of the Dragon, it's just night and day. Oh shit! I have not, House of, House I have of the not watched any House of the Dragon yet. Oh my god, it is so fucking good. It is absolutely on the level of early Game of Thrones. Okay, well, it's so good. Fuck, I'm gonna need to like steal someone's HP max log. Allegedly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely not gonna do that. Um. <laughs> Because there's not much else I'd want to watch on HBO Max. Let's be real. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, I think that's where we're going to have to leave it, though. Um, we'll be back next time talking about some video games. I need to play some Scorn. I have Scorn downloaded. I need to play Scorn. There's a lot of mixed feelings uh, out there on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I had Scorn downloaded, and then I watched and read some reviews of it, and then deleted it. I'm like, it looks very interesting. Don't get me wrong. It's not for me. It's totally not for me. And there's some things about that game that I think would absolutely drive me fucking nuts to the point where I'm not even going to waste my time. Okay. I'd rather be in Comrade. Well, I'll come back with some thoughts about Scorn. Yeah. I'm curious what you think of it for sure. Definitely check it out. Uh, I'm just, I'm really just there for the ASMR. Uh, let's, let's not lie to ourselves <laughs> here. Uh, I'm a freak. <laughs> uh, but you'll be able to hear my freaky takes uh, next time. Uh, till then, you know, do all the things. Do all the things. Rate, review, share us with your friends. Um, those are the best ways you can help us if you have questions. Look in the, look in the show notes. You know where to find us. Um, and until next time, be good to each other. Play your video games. And skeet shooting.